Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. She is a comedian you may have seen on Last Comic Standing. She is a mom and a Huffington Post contributor and the author of the children's book, Little Libby and the Right to Vote. Always great to have her with us. Ladies and gentlemen, Katie Massa Kennedy, welcome. Oh, thank you so much. It is a pleasure. And I have to tell you that the the, the mic is particularly hot today, which <laughs> makes sense because so am I. I'll tell you. And I got well, legs that just won't quit today. <laughs> yep. First first thing uh, our, our next panelist saw from the yep. gate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know where to go from there. That, that is going to like wind up. You know, bite me in the ass in some way. So, uh, well, thank you for for being here, legs and all. (laughs) I think she did it on purpose. Yeah, you know, you know how these women are born with legs. Whatever happened to all them thalidomide broads? Like, get me a chick with flippers. That's you know because he pulled he pulled that word out. (laughs) It was only a couple of flipper babies. And we're off the rails, right at home. So what better time than now to introduce our next panelist who joins us as always, although off last week, and uh, we'll talk about that momentarily, but he is a comedian, a scholar, and the black voice of reason. Always a pleasure to introduce Mr. Time and Ship. Welcome, sir. Thank you, Dave. Power to the people and yowza to those legs. Good God, girl. (laughs) All I saw was legs when I came up. I think she did it on purpose. Yeah. I say, uh, Sister Sarah, can I see you? I just like, well, brother, brother Ship, you can go on down now, and I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I pray that Larry Elder isn't listening to this. So you know, because if he is, he's going to add burkas to his platform. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, but we'll talk about that in a bit as well. Me, I'm Doctor David Robinson. I am your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse. And as you have already witnessed, we do have a lot to talk about. But first, a brief message from our sponsors at Community Spread. It's morning in America, and people are waking up to the great taste of Community Spread. I kind of want toast, but it can be so boring. Butter, margarine, jams, jellies. I want something new. Here, try this. It's Community Spread. But you've already taken a bite out of it. What are you, smooth down there? Try it. Whoa, that's sick. But what's in it? What's in community spread? We're still waiting for the CDC to let us know. Well, it's deli- Wait, did he just say the CDC? That's right. Community spread. Available at... Actually, I don't know where I got it. No, but seriously, back to that CDC thing. And it's not just for toast. Pancakes, waffles, sandwiches. Why, there's no telling where it'll show up. Community spread isn't recommended for older adults or people with chronic health conditions. Stop using community spread if you've experienced difficulty breathing or shortness of breath, persistent pain or pressure in the chest, bluish lips or face, new confusion, or an inability to arouse. Community spread. From the folks who brought you, I can't believe I'm not better. It's the toast-topping sensation that's sweeping the nation, and there's nothing you can do about it. And new from the makers of Community Spread, it's Unmitigated Spread Variants. If you barely acknowledged Community Spread before, try Unmitigated Spread Variants, available in Delta Variant everywhere, now and when you least expect it. Also, 
Look for Mew on your store shelves. Unmitigated spread variants. It's always time for another peak. <sighs> it is seemingly we are we are living in in strange times. I mentioned Larry Elder, who mm-hmm. is one of the candidates mm-hmm. in this week's uh, California recall election, uh, because you know, if anything. As human beings, we can be trusted to fuck everything up. But he is running on a uh, no mask, no vaccine platform, which hence the the burka joke earlier. You know, someone, uh, a friend of mine posted on social media, I don't understand why are people supporting Larry Elder? And I told her in all seriousness, I really believe the reason why people are supporting him is because this is because, quote, because I can, and there's fucking nothing you can do about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that. It's just. It's. It, well, that it's sounds just, about right. That's just the attitude. You know, that's just mm-hmm. the attitude. Well, I mean, if you've ever listened to him on radio, if you know what he's done, what his game plan. I mean, I mean, the guy came out with a video called Uncle Tom. Okay, that was all. That that was his catch thing because that's what people would call him. But you know, it's 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 all to draw in. He's going after that white audience. He's part of the Dennis Prager group. Uh, along with Candace Owens and and Brandon Tatum and all these the, guys. the house negroes yeah yes yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> don't forget yeah. diamond and silk yeah them two crazy bitches uh, you know and so and the people who buy into he's a, you know he, I will say he's a brilliant man he's not stupid okay he's he's, he's really but what what he's but he's playing this game and he's drawing in on the machismo thing which is what Trump was doing. And then he's playing the other side of the card. So he was bothered by he's he, he's bothered by a, a Barack Obama. He's bothered by him because Why? And the, because see you know, the black people get into this battle of you know uh, you know either you're not black enough or oh you 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 know you're too busy being over here with the white folks or whatever. But then when a guy like Obama comes along, who's pretty much down the middle, okay. He'll tell you who he is and what he's about, but he's a he's a liberal guy and he's trying to bring you some morals and some values and he's talking about but so people hate that. And a guy like Larry wants to come in and you know diminish something like a Barack Obama, but he wants you to take his brash ass who comes in, tells you don't wear a mask, don't come out with uh, you know no vaccines, zero minimum wage, zero which he's a follower of Thomas Sowell, which nobody ever talks about his black ass. This old cat's been sitting in the corner, and he's an economist, and he's been saying this for the longest time. And you know they don't call him out. I think I'm always saying to my friends, if he's as great as you say he is, and I've read some of his books, why hasn't he never been called to Washington? Why hasn't they have this so-called economist? But you have Robert Reich. Reich comes out and he's put his thing out, but he's all about, he's telling you what the rich will do to you. Whereas Thomas Sowell is telling you that they're going to take this. Look, I don't, I don't, I don't buy it. You know, so Larry is playing the white black game. White folks love him because he goes against anything black. Yeah. One of, uh, one of the things I found simultaneously humorous and just scary as all get out, uh, that he said this week was that maybe we should consider giving reparations to slaveholders because they lost their property. <laughs> now, see, that'll get that. Now, see that, and that's what's going to get. That's why somebody tried to hit him in the back of the head with an egg mm-hmm. because that will get your ass killed. Okay, and you want to piss off somebody. Those there are people who are still alive 
who are 85, 90 years old. My, my friend, her grandmother is 98 years old. And you can imagine the shit that woman has went through. And, and here it is. I got a jackass who got this great education, probably from affirmative action. And now he's going to sit back like Thomas, uh, what's, what's the, uh, the, the Supreme Court Justice Thomas? Uh, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas. And say, oh, we should get rid of uh, uh, you know, affirmative action. We shouldn't have this. But you went to school on it, you prick. You went to school on this shit. You're going to now... Well, it's, it it's the American way. Uh, don't you know that, you know, if you look on the dollar bill, e pluribus unum, uh, that's Latin for I got mine. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> well, th- I do know. But, but out is, of many, this one. Is, yeah, this is the mentality. Well, I do know that that's why Harriet Tubman carried a shotgun with her. So all brothers who were trying to go back, she said, you'll go back dead. Yeah, well, okay, you know, and Larry dead, Elder dead knows, can't sell you out. And every uh, and every uprising by slaves was all destroyed because other slaves sold them out. This shit's not new. And a guy like Larry, mm. even as smart as he is, okay, you know, he wants to to he to, well, we, we can't give them this. We can't give. What do you mean give? You ain't giving me shit. We had to earn this shit. You forget that there were people. That, that, that could not, white and black, who could not make it if someone did not give them a helping hand. Okay, you can't keep talking about patriotism. You cannot keep talking about my freedom, but yet you don't care about your fellow man. How are you saying that you care about your fellow man, but you won't get a vaccine well, shot? Well, you know, you, you have to you, see, yeah, all lives matter, but not like that. That's the thing. It's, it's that lack of cohesiveness that allows governor greg abbott to sign you know the the most restrictive anti-abortion law into law in texas while at the same time opposing mask mandates and vaccine mandates because people should have freedom of choice uh, as to what to do with their body i I just want to jump in and say that i'm I, I understand. I, I've heard this trope a lot that it's kind of like, well, okay, freedom, uh, you know, so you're, you've got mandates for abortions, but then, you know, but you're fighting freedom for going maskless and everything. And it's kind of like, I'm a little tired of that comparison because I'm just like, they don't fucking care. You know well, what I mean? Right. Like, wait, if mean, you're if you're like that, that's hypocritical because you said oh, yeah. this. No, but then, no, no, no. How does that apply to that? It's like they don't fucking care. Yeah, no, they feed on the energy. Well, like you know, it's what allowed Mitch McConnell to hold off uh, Barack Obama's Supreme Court appointment. Hey, you did that, well, and then yeah, no one, ca- no one cares. Right, but it's the the point that I'm seeing is it's it's the whole extension of the I got mine. Fuck right. all y'all. You right. know, it's like I. You know, freedom of choice is important to me because I don't want to wear a mask. Freedom of choice when it comes to, you know, abortion doesn't matter to me because I don't have a uterus. I will never have a uterus. I, uh, so also, I guess it I'm doesn't tr- fucking matter. Right. It's a non-issue. I guess I'm also kind of troubled that that putting those two things on the same level. Like, we, oh, you're this way with this and not with this. I mean, we're talking about putting a piece of cloth over your face versus your entire... Autonomy, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, so it's not even a compare. You know, yeah, so, but as soon as the yeah, baby, but it's, but you know what? It gets... just chafes my hide. <laughs> but <laughs> it's it's baby steps because no. you can't hit these people baby with big steps. concepts. Yeah, but um, when the baby gets here, they keep saying, "Well, we don't want abortion." Uh, you know, if you get raped and the woman should, you're trying to make her have the baby. Well, when the baby comes, 
you kick it the baby to the curb because now you, there's nobody here to take care I of know, it. No, they don't care. You know, you can't keep talking about it's you know because if, if that was the case, our foster care system wouldn't be as bad as it is. Okay, who's having these babies? You know, you got you know you got people that like they said, women that are getting raped and whatever. Oh, but what did France do? France just passed uh, a, a bill to, to to allow you to have abortions. France passed it, no problem. Well, in Mexico, also this week, you know, ironically, uh, it was funny. It's Rachel Maddow uh, was talking about, you know, how as Texas is passing these draconian anti-choice laws that are, are whipping Texas, you know, centuries into the past, Mexico is making great strides to the future by, by legalizing abortion. And I couldn't help but wonder if as they passed each other on the time jump continuum, if... Mexico is like morning Ralph and America's morning Sam. <laughs> <laughs> well, why why is someone why is someone anti-abortion? Uh because it, I mean don't don't say it like don't don't say this is Dave saying from no, my no, what, it's what, what from, is it? from what I can understand is because it is against the precepts of their faith. And they need everyone to live by their faith. No, I, I think that no, I think it's because it kills a baby. I mean that that's that's well, well, that's, I, I, I well that that would be one of the precepts of their faith that it's allegedly. But I had someone ask me, well, why is the title? Why aren't they vaccinating the people who are coming across the border? But they're making people in America uh, that are here. You know, I mean, they're making us get vaccinated. I said. Well, that's like asking, as, as I brought up the Taliban thing, that's like a guy trying to tell me that I need to worry about the Taliban coming over, but you didn't, you didn't give a shit about them. The threat that's actually in your backyard. Yeah, right, that, that you, you attacked your own capital and you killed five people, but you're trying to tell me that the Taliban is my problem. No, the people who are in America are my problem. And you're trying to say that just because these people are coming across the border, I said, you didn't even want the very people who were picking your berries in your your vegetables <laughs> and, yeah, well i'm just no, i'm not going that far back but i'm saying the people right here who are coming over picking the vegetables you didn't want them to have a goddamn vaccine and they wanted a vaccine we were and they, they're called the invisible people for a reason because these are the people that if we pay them the average american you'd have to pay them 30 dollars an hour to get them to pick vegetables but the, the the person that's here, which you say that that, that Thomas Sowell and Larry Helder says they should not, there shouldn't be a minimum wage. They're only making sixteen bucks an hour to pick our vegetables. You know, on uh, on that note, and here's just a, a whole step off off to the side here. But coming from the Midwest, this is this is one of the things that I really don't understand. Is we have to pay foreigners extremely low wages right. to pick the fruits and vegetables that we would have to pay at least double that to American citizens. Mm -hmm. Yet this time of year across the Midwest, there are people paying perfectly good money to go pick apples. What, what is, I, I, when I've gone the, the whole apple picking thing and I get it ultimately like you're paying for apples. 
It it's really it you know the money's yeah. in the cider. That's why they always try and get you to buy the cider when you come back with your bushels. <laughs> but the the whole thing I think is the frame of reference for a lot of people. It's hey, they're lucky. We we went apple picking last week and it was fabulous. You know, <laughs> so I don't see what these people are complaining about. I just I need some hondog well, from my salad. The guy who said that about this, how much it cost was a Republican, and he said he's I'm a Republican, but I need these goddamn people. And these people, for you to not allow them to have them to come over here and become American citizens pisses me off. I, he said, you wouldn't eat today if but, you didn't have it. And this guy had see, thousands it all of comes, acres. It all comes down to economics. Because if they were citizens, then you would have to pay them a, a fair wage. Uh, you know, just had labor But they're paying taxes, week. though. They have to pay yeah. taxes. Well, you know. We'll, Even though their minimum wage... They're still paying tax, even though they're not allowed yeah, just to stay here. Just because it's give and take doesn't mean, you know, they're equal amounts of give and take. But I'm just saying, when people say they're coming over getting, you know, just taking from us, no, those people have to pay taxes. And it ties into what is happening with abortion. It ties into what's going on with the vaccine. It ties right, into I mean, all the things. It, but the, the whole, the, the idea of the, the economics of, of doing things on the cheap and fucking labor over, you know, it's like people are like, you know, kids are making pennies a day to make Nikes in uh, in Indonesia. And it's like, yeah, because if they were paid a living wage, you know, your pair of Jordans would cost 3000 out of the gate, you know? Right. But then again, and, wait a minute. They're, they're, the guy at my job paid 3000 for a pair of Yeezys. Well, right? there he, are idiots born every day. But he didn't understand, so he got pissed at me because I told him, I said, you know, your shoes are made for $1.25 in, in the Philippines. <laughs> the fuck ship you're lying right no dude those shoes are made for a dollar 25 slave labor what don't you get you're a fucking consumer you said you guys are so blind that's why the matrix was a great film you did not get it they're making you feel like that steak is the greatest thing in the world and it's not and you buy into it and you're a sucker now you're pissed off because i told you the truth that you just paid three grand for something that cost a dollar 25 because i made you believe that goddamn uh, uh what's his what's his name um bernays uh edward bernays He's, don't uh, be saucy bernays yeah yeah <laughs> that's, that's what dave said i think last time i brought the name up he said, i think it was yeah. me I'll, i think I'll, it was I'll, it I'll be yeah. honest yeah oh <laughs> was one of you working with comics uh, but the uh you know it was it was you know he taught people how to get you to buy in it's the same thing i mean it's, it's that i mean i wish they would do uh commercialism to to get people to you know uh get the vaccine yeah to do the vaccine i mean why can't you i mean they've Stop done everything voting against their own interests yeah to what you're talking about economics, it's it really is what it's all about because you can always any issue you can look at the people who are all like the 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 voters who are all riled up, and then you look at the people who are in control who are riling up those people. Right. Now the people who are up at the top, they don't think they don't think that abortion is against their religion because trust me, they pay for them if their you know girlfriend gets pregnant, right. and they don't care about you know religion or that it kills a baby, any of that. But no. they get these people all riled up because at the top, what they're doing is you know I I was talking about how abortion the abortion issue is controlling a woman, meaning kind of this patriarchal kind of Christian kind of thing. But let's be real, those people are about the economics, yes. right? The ones that are at the top are about the economics. So if you keep a woman, 
in a position where she has to have a baby that she is not in a position to care for, that she doesn't want, all of that stuff, all of the medical care that goes with it, you're keeping her down economically. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're controlling half the population right, right. there. So you're keeping, you're keeping yourself above that. So that's really what it all boils down to. And well, I hate to say it because I hate to say that everything's about economics because, <clears throat> excuse me, like social issues are more important to me than economics. But the people who are in control, that's what they care about. I mean, we've yeah. been going through this since the Gilded Age. I mean, even far back, I mean, if you look at the plantation, uh, from the way plantations and the way they stop the uprisings of, of not slaves, but indigenous um, uh, servants who found out that they had, they didn't have, you know, they didn't have any more than the slave did. You know, I mean, that's why Bacon's Rebellion was so big and they had to shut it down. And then they started because there was no such thing as white and black until 1661. No one even thought about it. They're just Europeans and slaves, and or you were African, you were this. And so every time something comes, they came up with a racial idea. They came up with a way to keep people, and you're talking about the upper echelon, to, to control people. So when they got rid of Bacon and found out what he was doing, that's when they started the whole racial, that's when they started, hey, you're one of us, we will make you overseer over the slave. And that way, we will also continue to keep the separation. Also, any woman caught sleeping with a slave, white woman sleeping, we will make you a slave also. That was also a way to stop that. But all white men, we can do whatever we want. There was nothing telling them they couldn't do anything. And well, they George, also, I think he's got it. Yeah, and they were putting all these plans together. And every time something happened, they would change it. Every, just like uh, anything with the Indians, if they, you know, they moved over here, oh, there's gold there. Well, they got to move. Oh, there's oil here. Oh, we got to move them again. So we just keep changing. In the Gilded Age, they never wanted to pay you. That's why, you know, I mean, when you think of Carnegie, you think of, uh, they, they, were, they had, you know, union NPR buses. NPR says Carnegie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, and, and if, you know, if they <laughs> actually did pay people, where were they going to be able to afford all the gilding? Yeah. You know, you, you, gilding doesn't pay for itself, man. No. You got to ex- exploit the labor. Yeah, and they kept. I mean, I mean, you had children picking berries. We had to fight to get people eight hours a day. And the only reason why they changed child labor is because remember the building that burned up. The building caught on fire and it didn't have the, the, uh, the shirt factory. Yeah, and all where those. Was that? Sh- where and all, was that? New York, New York. Oh, that's why oh. you got rid of child labor, and they were because they were. I mean, you had kids picking berries at five, four or five years old. You know, so they had to they had to get rid of child labor. They had to then they cut the hours because we had to fight to get eight hours. And then they start what happened with unions and all these people dying. They had to change, but the rich, like you said, those that could keep the lower part riled up, they were the ones paying those guys to go out and bust people over the head. They were paying them, and but they were standing back collecting. Yeah. But they were starting all the fires. They were starting them. Yeah, you'll go over there and kick their ass because you're one of us. Don't worry, I'll take care why, of you. Why that sounds oddly familiar to what's happening in politics these days. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, where someone like Ted Cruz uh, sends his kids to a school where masking is mandatory, but insists that nobody else in Texas should have to. Right. It's all about riling up the base. It's And again, comes down to, I got mine. Yeah, Ron DeSantis with his, I mean, dude, I, that, you, you, they got to go ahead and put death on this man's head because how many people has he killed? I would put somebody would get mad at me and say, "Well, you know, Todd, you can't say that he." I believe he did because he didn't do anything to help him. But just because you 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 say, "Oh man, you ain't got to wear a mask," that mask, and this this is where it comes down to. I think you know 
I don't know. Most people live in bondage in their mind by the way they think. You don't have to be in a He's physical... been watching The Matrix. No. no I, this is actually a time and ship quote. Or, or, that, that's or a time last ship exit quote. to Eden. Yeah, but I, 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 well, I've been working with juveniles for 30 years, so I know about bondage. Uh, <laughs> but I, I've, I've said to him, you, you can't, by the way, so a mask, you're trying to tell me what a mask is supposed to do to me. And so I've had people, Chip, does that mask bother you? No. Really? No. Nothing's being taken from me. Hell, you can still have sex with the mask on. It doesn't matter. The prostitutes are standing out on the things, and then they're still saying, "Hey, there's still there's still services still going on." And some, <laughs> and now they're putting, "I've been vaccinated." They got their vaccination cards. Nothing stops. That's really interesting. What you said about what the the idea of what the mask is doing to you, right? Because that's exactly what it is. Time and it's always like, what is being done to me? Like a vic that victimhood right. is it is but prevalent. You wait a minute, but you call you wait a minute, you call a liberal a victim. If they say something again, oh look at there, look at there, you're you're playing victim. But aren't you playing victim because you're bothered by wearing a mask? You say Freedom <laughs> That's yeah. that that is the word to end all logical arguments. Yeah, but but you know, we asked for you know, blacks have been asking for freedom, we've been trying to simulate well, Yeah, but it's different it's see it's different when a white person screams <laughs> freedom. Like, cause you guys, you know, y'all been working for it. When a white person in America screams freedom, that is the verbal equivalent of flipping the Monopoly board over. That's, you know, yeah. it's like, I, it has more meaning. Freedom! I'm, I'm done listening. You're starting to make sense. And that's challenging my worldview. And it frightens me. Freedom! So, so, yep. That just, you, you, you know, and everyone, you know, everyone's going to join in on that one. Yep. And, well, and they, that's they the, that's right the end of the argument. Yeah. Have, the people are battling. There's a, a one of the women I work with. She's talking about. She's putting this thing because you know uh, probation is going to start making people county um, in L.A. Well, don't she, you have enough people? Well, well, no. We, well, actually, <laughs> got to make quit. more. Yeah, but they want them to go to Texas. They're going to have mandate wearing a mask, and she's pissed. You know, she wants, and she's we're going to form a group. We're going to call the union. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there going, and, and talking about vaccines. This is what she's complaining about. And we don't know what's in the vaccines. She's going around, and she just, she just posted something on Facebook. And she was asking me about it. And I said, um, I said you know, I'm not really going to get in that. Uh, but I, I will tell you, uh, I do believe in people getting vaccinated. That's your choice if you choose not to. And whatever the consequences are, you'll have to deal with them. And I left it at that. I said, I'm not, I'm not going to have that conversation anymore. I'm done. I'm done having the conversation. I mean, uh, uh, I don't want to talk to you about what a mask will do to you because I don't think it does anything to you. I think that's, that is your it's own. It's doing something to me. It's your, it's your whole mental game you're playing. It's like, uh, well, hey, you know, cause, and, but I mean, you got this thing called a cell phone. This is the information highway. Instead of just sitting up watching, you can find there's everything you need on, on how to make your life better. But you want, you know, when, but there's but you, also a lot on there that'll help you make your life way worse. Right. But the thing is, you're looking for much of it in the guise of making your life better. Right. But I mean, you want, you know, you want to say, I don't care what your thing is, but there's always that way of, of getting things, you know, done the right way. And whether it's going to take a walk or whatever, unless you're a guy, unless you just want to create this negative lifestyle that you just want to find these problems and everything remember all you a lot of times your problems you created them on your own this is your shit no yeah. <laughs> it's your shit own it i always tell people 
Own your own shit. I'm sorry. I'm, just own your crap. Okay, you created We're it. We're in Provo. You can say it. We didn't build this. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got mad at me because I told them, well, dude, you know, Ty, you know, this homeless thing is getting out of Provo. I said, really? I said, when did you figure that out? What, when we got to 160,000 people are, are, you know, in California are homeless? I said, we created it. You know, maybe, maybe, and, and I don't want to, you know, start campaigning for Larry Elder here, but if we got rid of vaccines and masks in California, think of all the people who would die leaving empty houses, bada bing, COVID, mm-hmm. your solution for the homeless problem. Yeah. Oh, it's, and it's going to kill so many people off, you know, because I've, I have been saying for months and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but every once in a while you see stuff where it's like, yeah, I don't think that's it, but if it turns out to be that way, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised. And that non-conspiracy conspiracy belief of mine is that it's all a real estate grab. You know, that these conservatives in southern states, they're trying to kill off the population so they can get their houses and redevelop the land is and another bing. Another hotel, which would be another apartment. Because if you notice... Wherever there's a space, you know, where there's land, they're going to put up apartment complex. Blackstone is one of the largest corporate uh, real estate companies, and they are buying up any space you see that comes up. They throw it up. They don't cause well, they, you know, here in L.A., you know, they're, they're going to have to fight with the Disney and the Scientologists. Well, they don't want you to build a house though, because if you build a right, house, just... it lowers the property value of you who owns a home. So that, that's, that's, what the, that's the con going to the American worker who owns a home that if we start building houses in those particular areas, you'll bring down the value of my home. So we'd rest, but so you'll let Blackstone, a company like Blackstone come in and build this massive apartment complex that's gonna jack up the prices for rent. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to regular, you don't want you say, well, you know, because it, you, know, you don't want a person to have a home there. Again, you don't care about your fellow American. You care about yourself, which you know is what? what... I got mine. Yeah, it's yeah. like time, and it's like, I'm bothered by the homeless crisis. It's like, oh, are you homeless? <laughs> like, no. Is that why you're... Bo- no, no, you're you're just bothered. It's, you know yes, I mean? it's, it's just, upsetting. Yeah. My friend Don, I, a buddy of mine, used to I always complain. I want to go out and see that. He would always complain about the homeless. I said, Don, what's your, what's your, um, what's your solution? He didn't have one. I said, I said, See, that's Don, my problem. And Don's a Republican, I'm guessing. Yes, he is. Yeah. Got got all the complaints, <laughs> yeah. none of the solutions. But right. man, it makes us feel good uh, to bitch and vent, which I, is what we which is kind of what we wait do a here. So And uh I got on a um so I was doing an open mic. Nigerian cat gets on there. And there are more guys these You didn't guys, give me your social security number, did no, you? No, okay. I did not, but he, he sure. talks He's, you know, I found out he drives a nice uh, Tesla and all this stuff. So he's on there complaining about how stupid Americans are, right, and things that we believe in. I said, but the thing is, bro, they told you that the streets would be paved with gold. And they get every Nigerian and any other foreigner that comes over here to reject socialism and become Republicans. And you start thinking about the very people you keep calling stupid. But y'all keep coming over here because you want you want to come over and live like white folks. 
got his ass to be very quiet. <laughs> because I said, I said, you guys come over here and you you you, you think our, our things are stupid. You look down upon the homeless. We don't want socialism. But your ass came over here and got social programs to help you get on your feet. You, you don't think we know it, but you did. And you, I said, also, you came over here and you rode off the backs of black people who stood for civil rights. So your black ass, who comes from another country, can come over and also reap the benefits. That door was open for you. And you just come on in and yet you're going to come in and say how stupid black people are, how stupid people are when they're dogs. Look at, look at how they're taking care of the dog. Just because you came from a country that don't have that type of shit, that's on you. If your country is so great, like you say, stay your ass over there. Don't come to America <laughs> and, and reap the benefits of what's going on over here. Because that's why you're not staying. Then you three, go to the hood. And you wonder, then you go to the hood and you wonder how, well, yeah, you know, black people, they're stupid. And you wonder why. They, well, look, that's why you're asking ready to get shot. Because they don't <laughs> want you coming over. You're still riding. I don't care if you're Cuban. When, when Rubio starts talking that madness, like, man, shut up. If we could open Cuba back up, how well we would do. Obama opened it up. Man, people were going over there. The cruise ships were going. That was about to bring in major money. You let Trump dumbass come in and shut that down. All that money could have that could have been doing great. Yeah, well, you know, then COVID happened. <laughs> so I thought David was going to stop with, well, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> what you, what well, you gonna well, do? Yeah, well, but COVID. Oh well, yeah, COVID only became our problem because we have idiots who, on one minute, which we were giving Trump credit. You know, was it warp speed? Supposed to bring the the vaccine? Well, yeah, but the thing is, there there was no follow through on. First of all, we're we're still waiting. It's been at least two weeks since we heard about his big beautiful health care plan, but that like when he did do stuff. He half-assed it, you know. It's right, it's that. it's the thing, you know. You look at his his approach to COVID. Well, we we cleared things out of the way so the pharmaceutical companies could come up with a vaccine really fast, and we cut a lot of the red tape. Cool. What are we doing for distribution? Hmm? What what's that now? Hey, I, I got a rally to go to. I don't I don't have time for no. that. It, you you see it in his quote unquote negotiating style. You look at what happened uh, with his negotiations uh, with Israel and Palestine, right. and with with Afghanistan. Well, the problem with his uh, his negotiations with Israel and Palestine was that the Palestinians weren't in the room. It's a lot easier to get the result you want if you leave out one of the parties that's kind of fighting for their own thing. But what Same was, thing in Afghanistan. He negotiated with the Taliban instead of including the the Afghan government, which was uh, you know is a sham that we had been propping up for twenty some odd years. But the point is. If you leave one of the parties out, the negotiation goes so much smoother. It's what happens after the negotiation. No, 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 no. But what I was, what I was, reason why I brought him up is that he put he his work that he did to get the vaccine. Okay, he did right, but his own people won't take the damn thing. Even no, no, the, they're all taking it. They're just urging other people not to because they know it's a way to keep the people riled up. No, no, I'm saying the people. His 77 million, they're the ones who will not take the vaccine. Here, this guy who went, he's a real chicken shit bastard because he went and took, 
his he got his shot behind closed doors and then he tries to come out and tell people it's not going to work dude your 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 selling point is all wrong but i'm just i'm just i'm not trying to give him credit what i'm saying is even with him doing what he did the people did not buy in and when he when you thought that this guy had the power that he did he couldn't get them to sign on to get the vaccine. Well, and because people, by the time he started, you know, and even then it was half-assed, you know, yeah, well, just, you know, you should get the vaccine, but if you don't, uh, you but know, I mean, remember he did his whole, his whole thing where he stood out in front of the white house and he had, he took his mask off and all this stuff. And they're cheering him on. He had his doctor. Look at me. I lived. I did. did, did. Okay. But you, by not doing it. So I, I said to many people who were Trump supporters, I said, you guys won't even take the vaccine. And this dude broke his neck trying to, you guys propped him up to get the vaccine. Now it's here. We got, it's proof that it works and you won't take it. And yet you have no answer for it. Now you're bitching because your kids are dying. Your kids are dying because you're taking it home to your Don't children. Bother. Yeah. I mean, it's pointless to, to try and bother. argue with the, the people who aren't going to take it because they're idiots and it, it doesn't matter. They're, they're going to die and, and they're going to, oh, like you start a prayer circle and have a GoFundMe and, you know, go fund yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, my sister talked to a woman who, she wants to become a nurse. She says, yeah, I'm going to go to nursing school. But my sister told her, you are not going to become a nurse. She said, why is that? You, you won't get the vaccine. She says, your kids aren't even vaccinated and you won't get the vaccine. So how the fuck do you think you're going to become a nurse? And I said, Hannah, why are you talking to her? So what do you mean? I said, Hannah, I want you can Hannah stop. You're only going to make your head hurt. Your head is going to explode. Quit talking to people who are just they're asinine and just what they're saying. It's not going to work. Yeah, we. I. I am. I am just done wasting sympathy, wasting our nation's resources, wasting hospital beds, the the time and effort of medical professionals. Texas it's, is flooded. It's, with stupid wow there's there's a surprise yeah i mean the, the, i mean the hospitals are flooded you can't get into hospitals and uh the, i mean they're they, they're putting tents up florida is really and louisiana holy moly they're done someone was asking me what is desantis's end game because he's killing off his constituents because it's the republicans who are who won't get vaccinated mm-hmm. and who are dying now i'm pretty sure i know the reason it's one the Republican Party does not have any popular policies. That is fact. Okay, right. they, they 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 are not selling anything that's popular. The only thing they're selling that's popular is freedom. <laughs> so, in this context, you can say that freedom is not wearing a mask. Freedom is not being vaccinated. Okay, so then that's kind of their brand. The only thing they've got is the word freedom, but with really no practical application, right? So that's one. The other thing, and this is much more nefarious, but it's the truth, is that if the pandemic doesn't subside, the economy will not recover. If the economy doesn't recover, that weakens Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. That means DeSantis has a better shot at the Oval Office. That is it. Because they're going to yeah. sell the fear. That's where, that just but, like Trump came in and sold them fear, they're going to sell fear or get fear. Again. Well, I mean, well, a, a bad economy always, always, um, is you know is is bad for an incumbent obviously yeah and it you know the the whole idea is if you keep the people distracted with the non-issues you know and and masks and and the fear and the bullshit then they are going to be too distracted to notice we're we're losing here 
all the shit that these guys are promising us that we're going to have when we when we crush the liberals we're losing that in the places where they're in power and you know i i hate to sound like a bad meme but like wake the fuck up you know look at look at what you're being shoveled follow the money Speaking you know, of speaking of meme, I remember seeing a meme that made me laugh, so I'm going to share it. This was when <laughs> when when that thing that was squatting in our Oval Office for um, four years was pres- was fake president had a health care plan that he was going to be presenting. So there was a meme, and it said, "This is the squatter health care plan," and it had a picture of a of an elderly woman in a wheelchair, and it's like, "I've heard about the Trump health care plan. What's in it?" And then. <laughs> The next frame of the meme is someone p- pushing her in the wheelchair off the cliff. <laughs> but I just love, I just love that. Oh, what's in it? Like, like I love that, like that hope. And <laughs> did you ever see the movie The Grifters? Uh, John Cusack. Um, I know what you're talking about. I didn't see it though. I mean, great movie. Just really, really cool movie. But there's there's one scene where they've got like a boiler room setup kind of thing where it's supposed to be, you know, oh, yeah, and in, in the room behind this door, that's where, you know, we got our army of guys working the phones and selling their butts off. What, and, like stocks, you mean? Uh, yeah, oh, okay, you know, okay. stocks yeah. or whatever yeah. it was. And what's actually behind that door it's like a utility closet with a with a tape player playing the sound of a bunch of guys in a in a room making <laughs> uh, phone calls and shit and right. hey that's that's where we're at uh if you look at what the republicans are selling us so it's it's time to open the door and see what's actually in the closet speaking of time it's also the 37th saturday of the year and 37 is my lucky number. Hey, well, that should that should uh, make a lot of sense today because it is the 11th of September, which means it's a Patriot Day. Uh, you know, just because September 11th, also the National Day of Service and Remembrance. Um, also National Hot Cross Bun Day, which didn't know, thought that was more of a, a wintry thing, but mm. there you have it. And it's it's National Make Your Bed Day. And hopefully one of these years, it'll also become national and now sleep in it day. Uh, but mm. for now, we'll we'll go with those national holidays. Also, uh, I've got a couple of birthdays in the house. Katie Massa Kennedy, happy birthday. It's my birthday today. Happy birthday, It is Katie. your yes. birthday. Thank you. The thank 37th, you, thank you. Uh, 37th Saturday of the year. So I'm telling I don't know, you. buy a lottery ticket if that's your... Uh, you know. Well, maybe. Seriously, thirty-seven. It's my day. It, it, it's thirty-seven is my number. Today is my day. So yeah. Right on. Well, and happy, happy birthday Thank to you. you. And uh, Mr. Ship, you've got a birthday coming up later this week. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, yes, I do. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. Big I, five seven. Turn the big five. Wow. Look at that. Yes, yeah. queen. And uh, really, it, 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 the whole retirement thing is getting me. I just, I, I'm. Definitely, I just found out that a guy I worked with for thirty years uh, told me he said, "Ty, six months, I'm gone." I said, mm. "Cole, you retire?" He said, "Yeah, man. My, my son is graduating in June of 2022." And he said, "I, my he had gotten into a car accident, so he said that he said that you know, dude, I'm done. I'm good. There's no, and he's 64. Mm. You know, so I said, "Damn, there's not many left." There's not many left at my job. I think me and another guy, Clavis, is the 
Last of the Mohicans. So I got to ask, because it is, you know, it's juvie, but it, it's law enforcement. Right. Uh, is is the whole, like, lethal weapon, you know, really all, like, detective movies from the 80s and 90s where when someone says they're retiring, it's like, okay, and he's going to get shot in three, two. <laughs> so is that, like, law enforcement across the board, or well, is uh, juvie clear from, like, jinxing? Uh, no, we've had enough. I've been, I've had enough suicides and been to enough funerals and you know guys just dying in three after three years after they retired like one guy they found him and he'd been found him in his house he was dead three days they didn't know wow yeah and uh we've had guys that one guy committed uh suicide for me a lot of times when i hear all these stories they're great for my tv show you know because <laughs> you know who, who i mean who thinks about the guy who um i just i forgot about the um we had the probation officer who was a rapist yeah, and he was doing, remember the Santa Monica Rapist? I don't know if you remember the Santa Monica Rapist. It was a guy I was working with, and I used to see him at work, and I was like, what? Yeah, he was a Santa Monica Rapist, and he was Jesus. doing it on his lunch break. So he'd go take a lunch break and rape a woman, then go back to work. Throw her in the van, tall black dude, play basketball, uh, actually, uh, I think in Hawaii. But uh, yeah, and I forgot about him, but got to put that story in, as well as the uh, the guy who, Good buddy of mine I worked with for twenty some years. He uh, actually had uh, had a DUI. I think it was his fourth, and then he thought his wife was going to leave him, and he went to the area where they had where he proposed to her and um, uh, set himself on fire, and then uh, shot himself in the head. And you can see his car in flames in the distance. When somebody, I guess they got I don't know how they got a picture of it. But apparently, somebody from far away. I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, and uh, the fact. So then, so you know what the question was, Ty? How do you burn yourself? Then shoot yourself? I said, Well, you know, you maybe practice. I don't know, um, you know. But he did. You know, you douse yourself, and you know. Well, it's the 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 um the answer is the same as what is my ask me what my um secret to comedy is. What's your secret? Timing. To <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know, it could be like a very Rube Goldberg kind of thing. Like, yeah. well, you just have a gun in your hand, but and then what, what, as you cook, it tightens the, the tendons, and so your finger naturally, like, curls around the trigger. Yeah. Well, how does it do all that before you know, the yeah. bullets don't actually, you know, explode right. yeah. from being... So which was first? In, That's what's saying. Cause, well, you'd have to do the fire first, because you couldn't do the bullet. Right. Yeah, because at least... You know, with the gas. Once Maybe the gas it's like a one, two, three, go. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Drop so. the match. And Wait, say that again. One, two. Timing. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of timing, because I wanted to ask you this, because for, for a good chunk of your life, your birthday was just like your birthday and, and everything was awesome. And then all of a sudden, 2001 comes around and uh, it's kind of like, oh, hey, you know, fuck you. Yeah, just awful. Really just awful. Poor me. Yeah, I thought you know, like the Molly Ringwald had it bad in uh, in Sixteen Candles, <laughs> and that that easily could have been avoided because yeah, you know, her sister could have picked another date for the wedding. <laughs> and come on, it's your uh, sister. You don't know when her yeah. birthday is. It's <laughs> well, this is this is awful. Obviously, I was kidding about being a victim. That was a that was a yeah. callback. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's that's it's terrible. What a what a tragic what a tragic day mm. in America. That's all I got to say. That's that, that's no, that's enough. I mean, I just I I figure, 
you know, I, I, I think about you when I hear people complaining about how their birthday is on Christmas. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Really, I talk to my friend Katie. Yeah, it's kind of one of those things, and even worse, you know, America, America decided, you know, slogan for nine eleven, never forget. So. Have you thought about like legally having your birthday changed? <laughs> oh my God. Can you do that? I don't know. I don't think you can. I don't think you can. I mean, I figure you can change your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, maybe if, yeah. And I you don't can know. pick your friends. You can pick your nose, but you can't pick your friends' noses. That's, you know, this is one of the legal intricacies that has just stymied me for years. <laughs> well, we are 236 days into the Biden administration. Timing. And <laughs> <laughs> as of today, we've got. Timpany. 658,865 Americans dead from the coronavirus. And 40,914,456 confirmed cases with about 208.7 million people having gotten at least one dose of the vaccine with about 177.9 million of them fully vaccinated. We could be doing better. Yeah. I had, I had an interesting conversation. I was at a, uh, at a barbecue last weekend because, you know, Labor Day. And I was talking to this girl who's from Bulgaria. And she's lived in the States for a while. But she was talking about how, you know, Americans are kind of too hard on themselves when it comes to stuff like, you know, civil rights and things. Like, you know, you guys have you've accomplished a lot. And you should you should be proud of what you've done. And I was trying to explain to her that, you know, I mean, yes, we have come a long way, but there's a certain, I think, mentality in America that if you start hanging up the mission accomplished banner, which seems appropriate to discuss today, then people see that and it's like, oh, yeah, hey, we have come a long way. Guess we're done. You know, hey, we elected a black guy. Guess racism is dead. And Down on so, <laughs> so the idea is like, yeah, we we have come a long way, but if we start patting ourselves on the back for that, we're going to forget how much further we have to go. And I was talking with a friend of mine. Who you have was, a lot. Of, you have a lot of friends. I, you know, I've been around. I try not to step. He's always on got too a friend or a buddy or something. He's been talking to I get always. A I got a guy. <laughs> yeah. I got a guy. I got a guy. <laughs> you know, this this one uh, this chick I know. You know, uh, but she was telling me being. she was telling me that you know she's kind of over nine eleven, and I can understand that because and I. Katie and I were talking before the show, and I was talking about how last night on MSNBC, uh, they were running the actual NBC nightly news broadcast from September 11, 2001. And it felt really weird to be watching, you know, what was, well, I guess it wasn't live footage at that point, but footage from earlier that day of the planes hitting the tower, well, one plane hitting the tower, the other one had already been hit. And the the towers coming down and watching that and and thinking like, man, better times. <laughs> Those were definitely better times. And not because 
planes were flying into buildings and, and killing people and we were being attacked by terrorists. Not better times because of that, but because of how America came together as largely as one and responded. And yeah, there were a lot of people who were like, well, you know, the, the reason this is done is because America represents an imperialist. And it's like, yeah, I get it. And, and you are right on some level, but right now, Let's focus on the let's all come together. And right. again, you know, let's not ignore the fact that like within days there were like Sikhs getting beaten up in the streets because they Warm. were brown and wearing turbans and there were angry white people who are angry white people. And that's, you know, the plague of America. Well, which, which it always comes back to the white dude. It always comes back to him because he's like, dude, why are you? How does you, this what? affect me? Yeah. Well. Yeah. We're, we're, well, and so I want to. I want to go around and since you know this shouldn't all be about the white people, well, like Timon, nine nine eleven two thousand one. Where where were you? What? Uh, I don't like, remember. When did you where, find out? I don't remember where I was. I don't remember uh, a lot of about it. I do know that you know it was all over the news. And uh, the fact that those buildings fell, and then you know, that was it. I didn't, um, you know, just talking to people about it. And I, I, I it, and I really have not watched it. I mean, I think the same thing about us. You know, the, when people were going crazy about the Taliban thing and them taking over, I said, did you actually really think that people were going to, that they were going to continue to do what they were doing? They were there to get some money. You know, it's a poor country. And well, and back in the 70s, it was probably a really nice place. But once the, you know, your Muslim top folks came in and took over and changed everything, it went back to, you know, under uh, a rule that, you know, and they started to hoard the money and, and you know, took uh, took a lot of freedom from people. But I don't I, I wasn't really uh, it didn't affect me. I really wasn't. I'm not saying that it, it wasn't a bad thing. But like they're celebrating uh, this night. I have not participated or paid attention to that because it really, you know, I, I think we got all kinds of stuff that we can pay. I was probably more bothered by the 22 kids that were killed at that damn school. Who, who, I, Unfortunately, I, I feel like I'm obligated to say you're going to have to be more specific. Uh, yeah, well, like which school shooting? Sandy Hook, right? Yeah, no, I was, but I, I mean, there. Yeah. I was. I was really bothered. I mean, that because I would think, who would do that? You know, that I was. I'm more bothered by a guy who goes into a a mall or a a, a church. Do pray. You prayed with these people. Then you pull out a nine millimeter and you shot them. That yeah. bothers me more. I you know yeah. I get the two planes. I think why it didn't really bother me also, I went to an event where the guy who took the pictures of all the things that was going on was, it was an event about his book and it had pictures of all the firefighters. And I said, dude, you're making money off dead people. That's what clicked in my head. Yeah, the pictures look great, but you're, you're selling that book. Or you want people to, you're giving it out because you're going to get something back from it. You know, I was like, it wasn't enough that you could be, but, and but that's capitalism because what are we doing? I mean, you're gonna, you're, he's, that's what he's gonna do. He's oh, gonna, but rich. ain't that America? Yeah, ain't you that America? Yeah, he's, you're gonna go and make some bucks off of it. So I don't know. I just, you know. yep. Well, this is America, Katie. What about you? Because as as we said, it was your birthday, 
And yeah. well, and also I'm a New Yorker, right? And um, I moved to Los Angeles from New York on September 9th, two thousand one. Oh shit! So I flew oh, out yeah. on September 9th, and I was on the floor of an apartment here in Los Angeles because I didn't have furniture yet, and I did have a TV. I had a TV and a mattress. That was it. And it's uh, like me. <laughs> and um, you know, I watched it happen on TV, and I had. Like I said, just just moved, so it was. Um, I mean, I I think everyone was hit in some particular way, but hit me really hard at the time because uh, you know it, I it was my city that was under attack. Yeah, no, it's I I feel like I tell this story every year. It's 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 a tradition at this point. But uh, I was working at the Playboy Mansion at the time, and I was dating a girl who lived in New York split her time between here and there so 6 30 in the morning like i didn't have to be in a work until 10 a.m uh, any day you know that was when the, the work day started and i would usually go in a little bit early get coffee in the butler's pantry talk to the butlers who had worked overnight see if there was any drama i was going to be dealing with during the day but that morning 6 30 my girlfriend calls me and she's freaking out and she's like, are you watching TV? And I'm like, no, it's 6.30 in the morning. I'm sleeping. What? She's like, turn the TV on. I go and turn the TV on. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I understand why you're freaking out now. And she was trying to get out of the city, you know, but like couldn't rent a car, couldn't get a bus ticket or a train ticket. Plane's definitely out. And between everything seemingly sold out transportation wise and the lack of, of reliable cell service because of, you know, what had happened. And then everybody trying to call friends and relatives and check in and see if everyone's okay. So I went into work a little bit early because faster internet connection at, at work than I had at home and go up to my office, I drop my bag and grab my coffee cup and I go down to the, the butler's pantry and as I'm pouring my coffee, I see uh, one of the butlers, my friend Bryant, coming across the, the great hall like he had just brought breakfast up to, to half and he's coming back towards the kitchen and he sees me and he starts cracking up. And he's like, dude, you should have been here 30 minutes ago. Because Tina, who at the time was like the head of the seven girlfriends, uh, just, you know, fun times for half, but uh, said Tina called down to the pantry to ask how many Pentagons we have and what they're for. <laughs> and I just responded, I'm like, well, did you tell her four fifths and not much today? Because I thought he was setting me up for a joke. He starts laughing even harder. He's like, oh my God, I should have said that. And that's when I realized like, this is not a bit like uh, um, she actually. And he's like, yes, she really called and asked that. And it was like, okay, well, that's okay. We're going to be dealing that's with that why. today. And so then I go up to the office and I'm like, you know, on the computer and trying to, you know, rental cars, Greyhound, Amtrak, whatever. And my coworkers start pouring in. And, you know, they, at some point, you know, I don't know how early they wake up, but woke up, saw or heard about it on the news. And they come in and they're like, oh, my God, we're next. We represent everything they hate. The Playboy Mansion, they're going to attack us next. 
And I'm I'm thinking like, well, okay, yeah, like thousands of people dead. Way to make it about you. But also <laughs> like we are we are like barely a mile away from the UCLA campus and at least half of the student population there would love to know where we are and they haven't figured it out. So I think we're pretty safe from the terrorists at least at least for today. And that's how the conspiracy crap starts. That's how it starts. Something happens and there it goes. We're next. Oh my god. It's coming. Is it and then you know and it just it just yeah, it's like the old Twilight Zone episode, the monsters are due on Maple Street. You know, it's just, you know, mess around with the electricity, make them turn against each other. It'll be fine. But this goes back to what I was saying earlier about kind of being over 9-11. And with the whole never forget, last night on MSNBC, I'm watching the news from that day and I'm thinking, man, those were like better times because we did come together. And you look at where we are now and all that is gone. It's like everything that we should have learned from the, the terrorist attacks and the response to it, like gone so much of it, you know, it's people have, I, you know, I hate to say people have forgotten. Well, I mean, but here, like you said, we came together in 2000 for nine 11, but we can't come together on a damn vaccine. Something was yeah, done to it. That's, well, that's the whole culture. That's what I'm saying is like, you know, you get like a, a major event, uh-huh. like like a terrorist attack, which kills, I mean, was 3, less, less than, yeah, it was less than 5,000 people, but you know, and- An outside terrorist attack. We had a, we had a domestic terrorist attack on January 6th. Yeah. We that's had, the difference. We had that, and we, we've got- 658,865 people dead from the virus, which surely would have killed, you know, a certain number because it's a virus and I'll stop calling you Shirley, but that, you know, we used to be able to get together and bond over a common tragedy. And now we can't even, did we, uh, or, for but a little it was while, the difference, something that's ex, ex, I mean, exterior or something that we're doing to ourselves. Have we ever come together on something that we're doing to ourselves? Everyone rallied around World War II because we were bombed by Japan. Yeah, good point. I mean, I don't know if that is the difference, but no, I, or, it, or it, have times changed? I don't know. It could be, but like you said, you know, January 6th, you know, and even if you're not going to measure it in relation to, you know, the other terrorist attacks by virtue of number of dead, Look at the the net effect on America and on our, you know, what it's done to our perceptions of democracy. Fucking George Will was on Bill Maher last night talking about how a vaccine mandate is unconstitutional. And actually, you know, um, well, let's let's go to the film, shall we, George? 1904 Supreme Court says that uh, Cambridge can mandate vaccines against smallpox. Hey, you got that. And even even then, Biden is doing sort of an end run around potential obstruction by, hey, this is OSHA. It's a workplace safety matter. And I like I like Angry Joe. Oh God, yeah. You can't but you know what? They they don't have a leg to stand on um with this because you know, like Flippers? you said, yeah, yeah. Like you said, <laughs> I was waiting. Legs? I was like, I, was, Legs? I, I would have thought it would have been a lot quicker, but it didn't come. He, he hesitated. <laughs> he, he threw me off. 
you know, because normally I was, he's, I was, normally, I was off mic. Yeah, <laughs> normally it's quicker. But I was going to say that the, the um, if you go down the list of all the different shots that we've had to get over the years, they didn't even allow you in grade school if you didn't get a tetanus shot. You didn't get a, the TB a, a shot. T- TB shot. You know, you couldn't go to school, and I don't know why people all of a sudden you can't make me blah blah blah. And it's like we already did. I saw a great uh, single panel cartoon where there's a woman wearing like a sleeveless dress, and you can see her vaccination mark, and there's a little girl, you know, saying, "What's that?" And she's like, "Oh, that's that's my vaccination scar." Little girl says, well, why don't I have one? The woman says, because it worked. And I don't want to beat on a dead horse because we need all the horses we can get. But the the whole thing of, of people refusing to get vaccinated, you know, people refusing to wear masks. If we were able to come together as a nation, then, you know, we could have been done with a lot of this a long time right. ago. But you guys, yeah, the the maskless, the the vaccine free, the freedom crowd. You are the reason that we are still dealing with this. I think it was the the governor of Alabama, maybe right. a month ago, right. who and a Republican. Yep, he is. Uh, she, she, Ivy, uh, but, Ivy. yeah, K. Yeah, Ivy, yeah. and and she was like, "This is an epidemic of the unvaccinated." And Biden said it this week, and you know, yeah, angry Joe, like. Stop fucking around. Someone on Twitter wrote, you know, he is going to turn this car around. And that's that's what it is. Well, you know, yeah, by it's not like denying I, it. You know, I tried to to give you kids all the opportunity to behave well, and you didn't. And now there's going to be repercussions. Yeah, and you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Or in modern parlance, fuck around and find out. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like all the, the, the different foreigners now who are complaining about socialism and all the... I bet you you are going to go and get vaccinated. They're getting vaccinated. All those are complaining about who's coming across the border. You're vaccinated. You know? one, that yeah. was one of the other things that I, I saw this week online, which kind of cracked me up, was I'm in a uh, basically like a let the anti-vaxxers die. Just fuck it kind of uh, group on uh, Facebook. Uh-huh. And someone had posted something from one of the like crazy ivermectin groups saying, hey, you know what they're giving to the Afghan refugees? Ivermectin. <laughs> and it's like, well, yeah, that's because, you know, the, there are parasites in the part of the world that we're shipping them over from that we don't have here. It's not that we're giving it to them for COVID. I mean, the same logic, you know, they're, they're giving them sandwiches as well. Sandwiches equally as ineffective against the COVID virus as as ivermectin. <laughs> Yeah. But people gonna people. One of the other uh, big stories in the news this week was that the statue of Robert E. Lee finally came down. You went there, in didn't Richmond. You? I you know just, you, I didn't know you put that in there. I guess I didn't see it. There were a couple stories in there. Uh which it's you know, I I think it's and it sounds, you know, horrible like, oh well if you know, you're not going to, you know, respect actual history we're going to make you respect it. Uh, you know, you can't have this like, and kind of the whole, this is why we can't have nice things because you keep wanting to put the shitty 
stuff out when we have company. That's when we use the good stuff. But I, I think the response to, to the statue coming down has been so fucking pathetic, but it explains so much. And a lot of people have been making hay about Trump saying, well, you know, it, it's a it's a travesty, and and Robert E. Lee was a great American. Uh, he was a traitor, <laughs> like by by definition, Who as the general of the Confederacy. Remember, he was Ashley. not a good American. <laughs> he he tried to destroy America. This this just definition makes you not a good American. But he also went on to say that if, if we had Robert E. Lee around uh, to be a general in Afghanistan, we would have won that years ago. Also, kind of negating the, the fact that uh, Robert E. Lee beat. lost. He lost the fucking war. And that's when I realized, like, the, the whole denial. It's like, you, you people fail to understand. Civil War, you lost it. The 2020 presidential election, you lost it. Your goddamn minds. You lost them. I mean, it's but these people on- are in such denial of what they lost. It, and we're seeing it. And I, you know, going back to what we started with with Larry Elder and the and the whole recall. But uh, this week, Elder started saying, "Well, if Gavin Newsom wins the recall election, then it's rigged." It's like no, like stop denying reality. No, but but. Oh. Trump got away with that because white dudes can get up and stand and say some stupid shit like that, and everybody will buy it. You know, Obama could well, but also, but I'm just saying. But no, no, no. I think the other reason that Trump got away with it is because it it was a a buddy of mine used to have a bit about uh, taking a road trip with a styrofoam cooler in the back seat for drinks where it's just out of reach, but. Your car is like vibrating on the road and that styrofoam cooler, it just keeps squeaking. And finally, you just tune it out because you can't stop it. And I think that was the thing with Trump is it wasn't. What was the bit? It wasn't just the the the, not, the styrofoam cooler bit or what am I, where am nah, I going? Forget it, forget it, keep oh, going. Uh, but it's, yes, like being white and perceivably rich gave him a, a lot of leeway in it, but it was the incessant hounding on it that it was just like, fucking fine, whatever, no, okay. No, but I'm, what I'm talking about, Dave, you sold me on blacks should drink out of this water fountain and we should drink out of that water fountain. You've been selling this narrative that you can go up and say whatever and fix anything ever and people let you get away with it. You fucked up history and you knew it, but you didn't sell the history to actually to 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 black people. You sold that history to dumbass white people who have been following you for years and he's been selling it and that's why he was able to get up and say the shit about Robert E. Lee knowing just what you just said is the truth. But I only see one of you and there's 30,000 of guys like Trump who can go up and say that dumb shit. And that, that's remember I always told you, damn it! How can I have more David Robinsons around? But I keep getting thirty thousand of these stupid motherfuckers who will not accept the truth of what really happened and what's really going on. And those are the guys who keep buying into the bullshit. They're in Orange County. They're over there, and, and they're also the guys who sell it to the foreigners who come and live here. 
when I sit in my cigar lounge, oh, just the, just the good foreigners. Yeah, well, I can I can sit in my <laughs> cigar lounge, and the guys told me on the golf course, "Ship, you know, the Armenians are Republicans, the Chinese are Republicans, the and they, and the, who else? They told me, and you got a, a Jew Republican right there." And I said, "Really?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "We're all and I said, and they're all Trump supporters, and they buy into all his bullshit." Well, what's interesting though? They hate women because yeah. Well, they hate women. They oh yeah, know, all of what, them go there. The only reason why they go there is to get away from their wives. That's well, like, they really? they hate freedom, yeah. you know, because yeah. other people have it. When they have it, it's wonderful. Good other point. people start getting it. Yeah, this point. is a problem. And we've been talking about the the lack of an eye towards history of of people in general in America failing to learn from the past. But one thing I think is interesting because. Next Saturday is supposed to be, you know, the the next insurrection parade. Yeah, you know, folks organizing uh, no. a rally in D.C. to to uh, free the the freedom fighters, six more of whom pled guilty this week. But I, I heard a news story. Four years. Yeah, yeah. There, oh, a lot of them are going down. And what I think is interesting is I heard uh, the official line from the Proud Boys is they are not attending the march next week because they know they're going to be arrested. Oh, really? Chicken now? Well, we'll no. see. My, you you know, I'm wondering, you know, it's like we've fallen for this shit enough times. It's like, ah, I'm wondering if they're just trying to fake people out. Oh, no, we're not going to go. It's going to be peaceful because we're not going to be there. Yeah. And, you know, enough, the, you get enough people to believe that shit and back down. You know, they're putting the fence back up around the Capitol. Yeah. Well, not, they, they don't look. It took one guy to fuck this up and he and he and they're going to get the phone records because the phone records are going to show that all these fuckers were involved all of them to go and do what they did so so you know it's amazing that we even have to do this we haven't had done, we had the million man march there and you had no problems it's a million black dudes in washington nobody went to jail no problems we had a bunch of white cats that went in and tore down shit, shitted on the floor, pissed on the floor, was looking to kill and killed five people. But, you know, you're acting like this, this shit doesn't exist. Now, if the Black Panthers, because they're talking about, you know, seeing that you're saying that these the insurrection, let the brothers show up with their guns. And they're going to shit. Can't, yeah, can't do that because then all the police will be focused on the brothers with the guns and they're, you know, going to let the white dudes You don't mean that they would in. just kill a brother with Well, yeah. you know, that that's the kind of thing that takes time. You know, it's not like they're going to shoot a brother and then, like, just go back to their post. There's well, still paperwork. I don't know if you heard about Louisiana. You know they're doing a whole thing on the Louisiana Police Department because uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah they're doing a huge thing department yeah. of justice is looking into in uh, racial issues yeah. in the you, state police you saw the black woman who was being harassed by the police officer she was walking her dog and the white cat yep. came up and started fucking with her and took her down and everything and he, she was wondering like what the hell are you doing and his ass is lost and he's going to, he might go to jail because they've been doing this but this is the, these are the things that Larry Elder would, would stand up and say, yeah, but, yeah, but you know, they, he didn't mean to do it. They're going down on the white man. They shouldn't be doing that. But if it was a black man that did it, boy, yeah. And that's, that's Larry's thing. Yeah. He'll flip it, you know. Well, I mean, you know, amazingly, you know, justice was eventually sort of served for, for George Floyd. Meanwhile, 
same Minneapolis Police Department, there was a black officer who accidentally killed a white lady, and boy, howdy, he was off the force real quick. And yeah. that, yeah. So, um, again, 9 11, never forget. What, what were we supposed to remember about it? Oh, uh, Buildings go boom, brown people bad. That apparently is the lesson. Nothing about, you know, coming together as a nation. Nothing about, hey, we shouldn't go into another country and start wars where they have nothing to do with this. And uh, And I think most importantly, importantly, uh, don't hang up the mission accomplished banner until the mission is accomplished. And 20, 20 years later... Still, still not there. Well, I mean, the fact that they sold us on weapons of mass destruction, you, which we found out was a lie. Uh, yeah. you, you sold us on Libya, which we found out was a lie. Uh, you, you also, you haven't, you, you told us that the, you know, to pay attention to the Mexicans coming across the border and that they're raping our women, they're, they're, they're bringing crime, they're raping. Yeah, and, but didn't you hear that Greg Abbott is going to eliminate rape in Texas? This is a new thing. I yeah, they. I can't. I can't, I can't believe they. They hadn't thought of that. And this before. guy is in a wheelchair. This is a pro. This is a guy who's who's spouting off all this shit from a Ooh. wheelchair. What? Greg Abbott. He Greg is. Abbott. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair. Yeah, God tried to take him out with a tree years ago. Never finished the job. What? Yeah, yeah. I never knew that. This is the era of radio. That must be because I've never seen a television. <laughs> it must be that yeah, I've never all, seen. Well, television. I mean, you know, you never see film of him walking. So yeah. <laughs> oh my God, I did not know this. Yeah, yeah. it's been a wow. while. This this guy is. Yeah, I think in it's like an FDR level this. of, well, of press bat- control that they just don't shoot pictures of him yeah. rolling along. What's the young white cat that's in the wheelchair? Madison Cawthorn. Another jackass. He's another one. He, they're right along together. And he was supposed. Did they get him for rape? Uh, attempted. Uh, it. It was like him? they didn't like. There was no uh, legal proceeding, but when he was running, there were a lot of accusations, and you know, yeah. women who came out and said when he was uh, a student at whatever the Christian college he went to was, his mo was to drive women like way out into the sticks and basically, you know, do a put out or get out kind of move. And and then hey, lo and behold, uh, is, you know, is crippled this... in a in a DUI accident. Oh really? Well, accident. What? Really? Yeah. Maybe it's my men are real love... pieces of work. Well, not all men. Not you men. No, no. It's you know, it's the comic book thing. It's like I want to know the villain's origin story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's always the guy who's going to screw it up. I know what I'll do. The way to get instead of going up and talking to the woman. I'll I'll try to find a way I can. You, know, you see, if it. you just put something in the drink and then you talk to them in the wine, then the woman is the things with the people. It, <laughs> yeah. It's hey, you know, rape. It's not just for white Republicans. Yeah, and it, and I wonder. I you know, we we like like I said, you got the you got the guy who's trying to tell uh, the woman, you know, that she can't, you know, um, she's got it. Well, we gave you shoes, didn't we? At one time, you only had one. You were, you were barefooted, but we gave you shoes, and now look what you've done. You got a whole closet full of shoes. Women, greedy. Wait, what is that? I'm you, you intrigued by you saying that. But what well, is that yeah, from? You don't know when they said women were barefoot and pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we. Oh, you just played on that. Yeah. Oh, played. that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Now we <laughs> that gave was you. Re- that was we really gave good you timing. shoes. Oh my god. We gave you shoes. What the hell? To wear and look at what you've done. You've gotten greedy. Now you got a whole closet full of shoes. You what just made that up. Yeah. 
and <laughs> women, really women, women have been complaining and everything. We gave you shoes, and it's never been enough. But guess what? It's never going to go back that way. But you, you know what shoes don't have? What? Bootstraps. Yeah. <laughs> can't can't pull yourself up by bootstraps if you only got shoes. And then you know they we. That's why those boots are made for walking. Yeah, we allowed you to vote. Look at there. We get when we signed the 1965 to vote, and we even set it up where you could marry a brother if you want to. In 1968, a white woman and a brother. You are 60, welcome. 67. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Was it 67 or 68? 67 was 67. the uh, loving decision. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was loving. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Loving. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Can we get Lou Rawls in here? Uh, maybe. Uh, I, don't, I don't think Engelberg could do it. No, I think we need a, yeah, we need a Lou Rawls, a, a Billy Paul maybe. Billy Paul could do something. <laughs> well, on on this auspicious occasion of 9-11, uh, let's, let us never forget to be better people uh, and aspire to be better. Don't. You know, you don't need uh, some old or new testament to to tell you that. That's just common common sense. Be better people. Don't be a dick, and uh, let people do as they will with themselves, as long as it doesn't hurt you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. sounds good. Right on. Well, Katie, again, happy birthday. Go out and enjoy the fuck out of it. Mm, thank you. And um, yeah, look forward to, to seeing you again many times before the next one. Mm-hmm. So thank you for being here. Enjoy the cheesecake. Had oh, to, yeah. yeah. You made had me to a do, great cheesecake. Had to do a little baking because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, two birthdays in the house. Mr. Ship, thank also you, a happy birthday thank to you, you upcoming. You're you're not going to be here next week. So no, no. you're you're celebrating your birthday uh, on the weekend. Yeah. So I'll be at Embassy Suites if you want to call me. Embassy Suites of Valencia. Well, I've, I'm, you know what? I'm going to edit the the Valencia part out because you don't you don't need stalkers. We know where he's going to be next weekend. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, 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 I don't know. Maybe I may let them in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you see any ambassadors at the embassy suites, because yeah. I know we've we've lost some from Afghanistan, right? Um, when when Tyman just said that maybe maybe he'd like a, a visitor, it reminded me of um, when I called an Uber one time and I was talking to a guy on the on the street where I was waiting for it, and I go, I'm actually going to get an, an Uber. Was it carpool when you get more people? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was Uber like, pool. I'm gonna call, I'm gonna call uh, Uber pool because I am feeling chatty, <laughs> and he just loved. <laughs> anyway. Right on. Well, have a uh, have a great time uh, next weekend, Katie. You have a, a great time today, and I've had a great time so far today. And I want to thank you guys for that. Mm-hmm. Always great to have you both on the show, Katie Massa Kennedy. So glad you could be here today. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, this is something a little different. I'm working for a company called uh, Stage 3 Media Works, and they um, made a really awesome documentary called The Phenomenon of Misinformation. It's going to be released on, uh, I think you're going to be able to see it on YouTube. Anyway, I wrote a social media campaign for it, but it's something that I think you should really keep keep an eye out for. Stage 3 Media Works, um, the documentary is called The Phenomenon of Misinformation. And while I'm here, I just want to say that um, uh, Erica Schickel, who is a frequent guest who has often been on this podcast, um, I'm about halfway through her book. Um, the Big it's Hurt. called The Big Hurt. And I got to tell you, it is dynamite. So um, pick up a copy of uh, Erica Schickel's 
uh, memoir. It's called The Big Hurt. Right on. Uh, on uh, Hachette Books, uh, I recall her saying. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's next on my list. I've been going through a bunch it's of excellent. detective she fiction. She's a dynamite writer. I, I'm looking forward to that. And and mighty gracious of you to, to share your plug time. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here, and, and happy birthday, and thank many, you. many more to you, yes. Mr. Time and Ship. Thank you for being here. Wouldn't be the same without you, mm-hmm. as we found out last week, and we'll find out again next mm-hmm. week. I like how you group your days off. It's <laughs> 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 no, I mean, last yeah. week was it was uh, like, hey, got booked to do comedy out of state, doing it. Mm-hmm. So uh, awesome! Uh, great to have you back with us today. Mm-hmm. Should you so desire, where can people catch up with you and what you've got going on online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Well, time and ship at Instagram, time and ship at uh, Facebook, time and ship at Twitter, time and ship at Weebly.com for my website. And you can get my uh, book, um, My East St. Louis, which is also on Amazon.com, as well as I think you can, what else, uh, my CD, uh, Universal Brother, which is on uh, CD Baby, as well as it's on Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, I have no shows coming up, but hey, just had a great show doing Provo out there with the Morms. Yeah, but it's, uh, <laughs> it was great, though. Great crowd. I had a woman who actually sounded like a wounded animal when she laughed out of the wilderness, but she was great. I had to bend over and say, I love you. I love you. I could take you. So, hey, I hope they put that in the tape right on well thank you for being here me i'm dr david robinson you can find me on the social media on facebook dr.david.robinson rarely on instagram but when i am i am the dr robinson and on the twitter you can find me at stand up fall down and if you've made it this far into the show you probably already know but it bears repeating that we are on the socials as well on facebook all spelled out let's be treasonable on the twitter we are at l-e-t-s-b-t-r-e-a-s-o-n-a-b-l we take off the ease and pass the savings on to you the listener speaking of you the listener want to thank you for listening if you liked what you heard tell everyone you know rate and review us on the platforms where you're listening even the platforms where you're not that would be cool if you have the time and inclination if you didn't like what you heard well not sure why you're still here but thanks for sticking around make a deal you don't tell anyone we won't tell anyone everybody's happy sounds good to you sounds great to me we will be back next week in one form or another until then goodbye